everybody. Each year, Tucson Electric Power recognizes local businesses, organizations, and individuals that partner with them to preserve the environment and promote sustainability. These are forward-thinking partners who are creative and effective in their approaches to promoting greater sustainability in the Tucson community. We are spotlighting the 2019 award winners for our Go Green Awards podcast series. And today we welcome Stefan Poulain. He is the director of Living Collections at the Arizona Sonora Desert Museum. And Stefan, it's great to have you here. It's great to be with you there. So I love what TEP does, and we're celebrating them as partners in sustainability, and they do the Go Green Award Spotlight. And the Arizona Sonoran Desert Museum was um, awarded the Collaborative Partner Award. So can you tell us a little bit about what that took to get that award? What did you have to do? Well, you know, we were very excited to receive the award and, you know, the work that we were able to do with TEP and several other partners, you know, TEP was the spearhead this project for us. They really wanted to bring solar power at the Desert Museum and it's something that we've been looking at and trying to get to the museum over the last um, probably 10 to 15 years. But finally, TEP was very creative and brought in some great um, partner to the table. So uh, TEP was the partner, uh, Nextera was another part of this equation, and finally Trico, which is our provider here at right. the Desert Museum, also played a role. So it was great to be able to work with these three groups and to finally get some uh, sustainability when it comes to power at the Desert Museum. And it's such a fit, and I want to personally thank TEP and Next Trio and Trico because when I come out there, I really like that there's shaded parking. It's really mm. for the person who comes. It's there's a parking shade structure, and like you said, TEP was actually they donated solar panels and inverters because they are committed. And to me, another comment I had when I was getting ready for this is. The Arizona Sonoran Desert Museum, to me, is one of a kind. Thank you. I love it. I'm a longtime Tucsonan. I bring people out there. I get people like Kim Franklin on our KXEI segment for community radio. But it's just sensible that since you are all about conservation and preservation of species and studying biomimicry, that this fell in alignment with what your purpose is. Does that make sense? No, exactly. I mean, when you are in the position that we are, we are in an education facility where, you know, we can talk about it, but we need to show the public. So by having, you know, the solar power installation at the museum, then we can, you know, show the example. And it's always better to show by example than trying to teach people, you know, and do what I say, not what I do. Type right, so, right. You know, and this um, this project is actually three phase for us. There is um, an education factor. Just as people get ready to enter the museum, we were able to install a small solar installation there where people can charge their phone for free. And while they're waiting there, they're under a, sh a small shade structure. And they can look at information about all the partners that have been involved and sustainability and uh, solar power in general. 
The other part that is here in the museum, as you said before, we do have some covered parking. Unfortunately, it's not a very large one at this point, and it's mainly for our staff. Not Which is great also. <laughs> Yes, it is. It's very good. <laughs> it's just a question of where we could install it at this point. Our right. parking lot, as you know, is a little bit remote, so it was hard to put it there for the public, but hopefully in the future we'll be able to do something. And the other part that is big for us is that we, working with Trico, were able to get about you know 10 to 20 percent of our power through their solar farm. So we are this way, not necessarily have all these panels here at the museum, but working off of their solar farm at a remote location. So it works really well for us. And it's a real partnership. And I had the opportunity to park there when I did come out and we shot a video. Mm -hmm. So we got secret entrance and got go. to be parking <laughs> in the back. And it was, I mean, anywhere you go in Tucson in the summer, if you can find shade, I'll walk a half a mile extra to be able to come to a cooler car because it gets pretty darn hot. Yes, it is. Um, so you have an education component. So what you said there are phases. What are some of the next phases? I don't think we covered all of them. One is this. Yeah, we have. What are the next two? What You know, we're hoping like the, the three the, the three initial phases that we wanted to cover was the educational part. Right. Our small covered area. Got it. And using power from the uh, solar farm. Got it. So right now, you know, we're, we're always looking. We would like to be able to double or triple the amount of solar power that we're using at the museum and, you know, looking for other partnership, you know, TEP always go above and beyond for us. If you keep in mind that, you know, we don't purchase our power from TEP, we purchase it from Trico. So TEP doesn't really have to, you know, to be a partner with us, but they've always believed in us. They provide us funding for several other projects at the museum. And so they've been such a great partner for that reason. And we really appreciated when they brought this to us. So we're always uh, open-minded, looking for opportunities to partner with uh, the same partners again, or maybe bring other people to the table and see how we can increase the the coverage here at the museum. And I love that you're putting it out there. I mean, I really do. One of the things that, you know, I've been doing this as Mrs. Green's World Platform for about 12 years, but I've been here 40-something. I know that's hard to believe since I sound so young, but um, it's very exciting to me as when I worked in the nonprofit sector, when I was involved in some of the bigger local charities here and the smaller ones, TEP is out there. And you're so right. They are helping the little guy. They're helping the big guy. They're helping everybody in between. And they do go above and beyond because I think they see themselves as community partners, not just a utility company. How many events do you go to or see or learn about where you know the prime sponsor or one of the major sponsors was TEP which involves giving money. Mm -hmm. It's not just selling tickets. It's not just their logo. They really, you know, do community grants and they, they support a lot of really great things out there. And they show up. Yep, exactly. Like I go to these events like at Earth Day and Wendy Erica Worden is out there with her, you know, her vest and her manning the booth. Um, you're never surprised to see staff from TEP actually manning the booth or covering the event and putting in their time. So, well, it was delightful to talk with you and I will be out there again, I'm 100% sure. 
And I can't wait for the next Go Green Award Spotlight Series because I get to um, host the event, co-host with Dave Hutchins. And it's a fun day. It's a fun award ceremony. And I look forward to it every year. And then we get to celebrate it by telling your story. So thanks for your patience and thanks for doing what you do. Well, thank you so much for having us as part of your show. Thank you so much. Our paths will cross again. Thanks, everybody. Make it a great green day. Thank you.